0: Hi, this is Kale Ward.
1: This is Jessica Button. Uh-huh.
0: Peter Piper picked a, pick a pebble of Pete pe- pe- Peter's...
1: Almost. <laughs> 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 Ooh, there are some extra laughs on the podcast oh, today.
0: Welcome to Gone Global. Ooh, hello. Thank you for, Thank having, you for having us. Per-
1: hello there.
0: This doesn't normally happen.
1: Ooh, who are these voices? Huh. Do you want to explain a little bit?
0: So in our in our ever evolving quest to find out weird things between cultures we have decided to reach out to a couple of our friends who are
2: weird, weird. oh weird <laughs> just a little <laughs> who, have,
0: who have who are from different places and see the 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 differences between their home cultures and so this This week, we've decided to reach out to my good friend, Marco Cunolata, whom you might recognize from our theme song, Uh, but you might also recognize him from the Comics Pals, where he is one of the titular pals. Hello. Hello. What's going on?
1: And Marco, you seem to have somebody with you. I
2: do. Oh, yes. My very lovely, always Tenacious?
1: Amazing! Amazing!
3: The girlfriend Mariana, beautiful,
1: incredible oh, Mariana. Keep going, guys! Thank you,
3: thank you. It's exciting to be here.
1: We are so happy to have you guys. We will tell our listeners the fun we've just been having with a dog we're looking after. Well, so,
0: so yeah. So up top, um, let me just say that if there, if it sounds like there's a fifth person in the room, it's a dog, and uh, she's being kind of a jerk. So
1: uh, <laughs> she wants attention, I, but don't we all?
0: I apologize for that. And if I can't get it out, then that's just how we roll. <laughs> yep.
1: All right. So let's let's kind of start with just the basics of... Uh, hold on. Okay. Sorry.
0: We have to start the show the way we start the show. All right. Have you learned anything this week?
1: Uh, the, the dog is a pain <laughs> sometimes. That's it. That's what I learned this week. <gasps> Oh, Even though I did this week have a, um, my big yearly progress meeting for my PhD, uh, so I've learnt lots over the year and they said that I can continue because I've learnt enough for, to make four PhDs, so now I need to pick something to, to choose, so that was my big deal this week.
0: So she learned that she's learned too much.
3: Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. I got to watch the Jurassic Park movie yesterday. Oh, so, which one? Uh the first one? Mm-hmm. Which I had the no original idea. first one. Oh yeah, I was so oh, excited yes. when they killed the guy who wanted to steal the dinosaur embryos. I'm like, "Yeah, you die, mofo." But it's okay. Oh good. my
1: god. Oh, congratulations. Thank
3: you. Did- and also, I kept thinking the little boy was going to die. He that little boy must have been traumatized because he almost died way too many times in that movie yeah what about the guy that died on the toilet that was quite
1: oh Oh, i loved that an impressive one
0: so mariana just watched jurassic park for the first time Mm
1: -hmm. yep so good
0: very good margo have you learned anything this week Um, it can be anything
1: anything did i learn anything this week?
3: how much he loves me and loves me and loves me
1: Surely, you learned that a long time ago.
2: Though. Well, I, yeah. it's it's, oh, it's, an ever, uh, it's it's an ever it's it's an ever growing knowledge of how deep that love is. So, so there you go. I loved. I, I learned how to love her more. Hey,
3: that's, oh, so, that's so sweet. So cute. Oh.
2: It's a, yes, points. <laughs> mm.
3: Lots, Lots of girlfriend good. points. Lots good of girlfriend good points.
1: points. Yeah. Kyle, okay, well, did you learn anything this week?
0: I learned that if Luxembourg wants me to go to their tourist spots, they are going to have to get better public transportation because <laughs> we walked down a mountain for an hour in the rain. What? We went to uh, a castle called borshi <gasps> Whoa!
3: I love castles. Um,
0: it was. It's been there since one thousand or something. Wow. The eleven hundreds. And, uh, and um, it 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 was neat. You know, it was a a castle and. Whatever,
1: but it was mostly outside though.
0: It it rained, and then we had to we had to walk downhill for twenty minutes to get to it, and then we had to walk down the mountain for an hour to get to the next town to get the train. Wow, there's like so, no between towns. Nope. Nope.
3: Huh? Right. That's insane.
0: You would think you would think with a tourist spot, they would want people to have see it. a bus stop or yeah.
3: Well, that's because most people probably have Ferraris and uh, yep, Lamborghinis. That's exactly it. So.
0: You're not wrong. It's an ongoing conspiracy I <laughs> yeah. have that they just want you to have a car. But...
1: <laughs> because they have all sorts of tax breaks for having a car as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Which is crazy.
3: That is crazy. Yeah. Because I, 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 so. there is a
2: tax, right, where depending on the kind of car, also you get a break on. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, If it's a green car. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Like actually having a colored (laughs) green car. car. Just as long as your Lamborghini's green, it counts as a green car. You're good.
1: (laughs) How funny would that be, though? And then yellow cars are taxed extra just for the offense that they cause everybody. (laughs) So New York cabs would be in trouble. Oh my god! Especially if
0: they were in Luxembourg. Yep. Yep.
1: (laughs) All right. I'm gonna let you let you go ahead then.
0: Well, now you can proceed, because right. we've done the rest of the show.
1: Okay. um, So, we're sort of trying out having guests on here, so we're very honoured to have you guys as the first people. Thank you. Love being guinea However, pigs. However, it means... Yeah, exactly. You're kind of guinea pigs. So, we're going to see how this goes and see what happens. Um, I guess my first question is, tell us a bit about yourselves. So, where do you guys come from, and how do you meet?
3: <clears throat> I'll take it. Okay. Um. Go. Okay, so... <laughs> I was born in Columbia, raised in New York. Um, I came here when I was like five and 362 days because mm-hmm. I turned six, like literally Aww. two days after. I remember That's getting so off cute. the plane and the sturdists all wishing me a happy birthday. And I was like, this five-year-old Aww. who was... Like, on a plane for the very first time. And I'm, I was like, mommy, daddy, how did they know my birthday? And obviously, <laughs> I was an unaccompanied minor, so I had my passport all over me. Yeah. Um, my birthday was everywhere. So they were like, oh, they just knew. I'm like, oh, okay, that's <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's um, so nice. <laughs> ultimately, I, obviously, I did. Elementary, middle school, high school, um, and we met our senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I really just saw this shy guy who I could bother and would get <laughs> could poke at, and that's sort of how our relationship started.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, that's interesting. That's kind of how Marco and I met as well. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the place, uh, the place that won't be named on any podcast I'm ever at. <laughs> when when. I think we started around the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time we came up to each other, Marco Marco came up to me and he said, hi, I'm Marco. And then somehow every time after that, that's how we would just say hi. It was, we would both say, oh, hi, I'm Marco. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do remember it was,
2: I, I, we were like the newer hires, right? Yeah. So I think like a lot of them kind of like stuck together on that. But I remember uh-huh. in particular, we had like a good conversation. And like from that, I was just like, yeah, Kel's a good dude. He's cool. My really? Gosh. I
3: totally imagined your introduction being like, hi, I'm Marco. And Kel going, <laughs> <laughs> ill.
0: I, I am not very good at introductions. Mm.
3: Or people.
1: <laughs> or people in general.
0: I, if I can warm up to a person without having to like introduce myself yeah. or like the awkwardness of the greeting... I'm fine. Okay, okay. But it's it's the introduction that I'm just like, I can't do this. I hate this. Uh, Let me die. (laughs) Because
2: otherwise, you're very aloof sometimes. In that, yeah. In in that, like, like there's
0: a distance there. And I, Mm. frankly, I would prefer to keep it that way. (laughs) But
1: you know, you got to have friends.
0: I well,
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) but but to answer your question, Jess. uh, Unlike Marina, I was born and raised here in New York. Um, so, out in the more suburban areas, uh, mm-hmm. specifically Arbondale, Flushing area. And then from there, uh, we moved around a little bit to Bayside and then to Jamaica, for anybody who knows. Um, that's, all, that's all in Queens.
0: Basically in the Queens area. Yeah, right?
2: all in yeah. Queens area. Yeah,
3: we're pretty much been in Queens our whole lives. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I have a very strong passion for my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and Marco is. Not on the same boat, and I'm like, why would you ever want to go anywhere? This place is perfect. I'm mean, indifferent about like, it. He's uh, like, you could take bits and pieces and move to a different neighborhood, and you'd still find them. I'm like, ugh, you're a horrible human being. Because
0: mm. Brooklyn is so much better in the first place. Well, I right, won't we'll go that far.
3: So, where do you guys live now? Then we mm. live in my neighborhood, yeah, exactly. and I've been here forever. Mm. So, that's cool. Yeah, that's really nice. I moved four blocks away from my mommy and daddy. Yep, Amazing.
2: Which, which honestly has been very convenient. um yeah. If if I ever get locked out, I think the first week that we moved in, I made the mistake of just leaving my keys, and I was like, you know what, I could just <laughs> we'll walk, walk over, <laughs> pick them up, just walk in.
1: Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's easy. that's super cool. So are you are you pretty close with your parents then? I am.
3: Uh, Marco's are still are? working on it.
2: Oh, oh, with your parents? Oh,
3: with my parents? <laughs> with, our our, parents? <laughs> with our respective parents. Yeah, we're very close to everyone in general. Yeah. We have a nice cool. big family. Yeah, yeah. My ma- my parents love him. They're just yeah. very low-key about it. Like, my parents yeah. are, like, warm and fuzzy to me. Where I see them as warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Marco's just like, I think they love me because they have no other option. Well, it... it I
2: because like for me i
3: mm. his family's a lot more active than mine
2: yeah 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 mm-hmm. so like like we they, like to sit they on stick, the couch
3: and watch tv and that's how we bond
2: right and whereas like we'll go out we'll hang out we'll do stuff um mm-hmm. but i also try to keep some formalities still which i'm trying to mm-hmm. break down because yeah. that that's something that i obviously y- we would like to have a better relationship with that when
3: well, um, you just walk in and say hey ma hi pa
2: yeah, see I can't do that yet. Yeah, it but it's
3: weird. it's yeah, there is a
1: weirdness <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think you're right that it's weirder for guys with the other half's parents than it is for girls. Like I feel like your family really like me and I get on with them fine and
0: My parents like you better than they like me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh yeah, but but you know like I Yeah, it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> I I'd love his family. I walk in and I'm like <laughs> Family, I'm home, the and they're like, "Oh, that girl's here." Yep. <laughs> and why do we like her again? <laughs> People are like, uh, "Because uh, cause she's cause loud."
1: Because Marco said we had to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Or laughs> maybe because <laughs> she got Marco out of the
2: house. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. Well, no, well, my, my mom. Is. My mom was against that. Against she, that. she was. She did not want that. She wanted not us real. to get married first and then move out. Um, mm-hmm. My dad was. My dad was actually fine with it.
3: Yeah. But it was His wasn't dad also. was like, let me pack you all your things. Yo, he did. <laughs> <laughs> like, like sh-
2: immediately. He's like, oh, you have stuff in the basement. And, like, as, after we moved, right, he'd be, like, collecting stuff and then pass by with the boxes. He's like, oh, you left this in the house. I was like, I'm like, wait, I don't have a place to put this. He's like, no, it's fine. Mm. We don't need it here.
0: I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he just wants, he just wants a house a little bit more empty. Yep. yep.
3: He, he did. But I I think he, I think he also liked packing up
1: things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my poor mom. She keeps saying how much your attic is going to collapse under my books, and I'm like, "You still have baby toys from me, so it's fine. I'll get them eventually." Oh, it's crazy how much crap I have at my parents' house because I've kind of moved around the world and never had space for them. So I'm like, "Oh, mm-hmm. sorry, just going to leave it there. It's <laughs> fine."
0: <laughs> so on the on the subject, Marco of your of, of your mom. Not being okay with you guys moving in together mm. is that I know you're not necessarily super religious, but or you're not, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, but your parents are uh, to an extent like earlier, it, it's,
2: earlier, it's earlier in our lives, right? Yes. Yeah, more culturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Okay. Earlier in our lives, they were. Um, I think that they had wanted to continue that tradition. Mm-hmm. um and you know we went to church and all that stuff i was very much the one that was combative uh, about mm-hmm. religion specifically and i think that that of permeating into the rest of my family to, to an extent mm-hmm. like like my my dad now is very leaning more towards a religious uh, my mm-hmm. mom still still believes in it but it's more cultural in that you know mm-hmm. it's, it's a formality even
3: right like we're roman catholics right by i guess by birth. an extent birth by birth yeah, yeah i guess if you had to say it like well, my pose yeah my mom looked at it more from like a life perspective than she did from a religious perspective right and she was just like how could you move in with someone mm. if you're not married just because like where's your protection Mm-hmm. You know, like, I guess she thinks that by marriage, you know, it's everything's 50 50 and there's more equity rather than mm-hmm. if you just move in with someone and it's like, okay, well, what's yours? What's mine? And where are your responsibilities to one another? Right. Right. It's like there are no strings attached. Um, mm-hmm. but I think that her view was also like culturally as well, right? I mean, you don't leave the house until you're married. Right, right. You're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: That's where like my mom came to from as well. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's just not right. Like, what are other, what are people gonna say? Like, in Spanish, there's this word that I hate very much, <laughs> and everyone says it because it's kind of like and there isn't an equivalent of it in English. What is it? It's marido. Oh, how's mm-hmm. your marido? And mm-hmm. that stands for, husband. it's like a a different word for husband, but it's mm-hmm. when you live with a person and you're his wife, you're his woman. Right. It's like. Huh,
0: so it's not, it's not quite like
3: fiance. Right. It's like, to me, it's kind of like not to add uh, for me, like on a personal perspective, I just find that like, kind of like insulting to me because yeah. it's like you're his woman and you're not married you're like an unmarried woman live having something beyond a boyfriend it's like the middle right. ground between a boyfriend right. and a husband
2: that's yeah. interesting we, we, and that
3: bothers ever, me so much
2: i don't think we've ever had that conversation because for me marido just means husband
3: nah yeah like
2: like, like no. not even with any other things like attached to it
3: no no, but
1: honey. it's it's context as well, and it's gender context. You,
2: the- mm. But she's also Are Colombian, you? so
3: oh damn! I
2: think it might be the Puerto Rican side.
3: No, it could be. So <laughs> this happens to us a lot. Where in Spanish, we like, we like get into like slight cute arguments because mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what this word is? And he's like, yeah, but this you're using it in the wrong context. And I'm like, no, 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 wow. you're wrong. <laughs>
0: it's like our it's like our conversations in english
1: yep <laughs> <laughs> because and this is actually something that we wanted to talk to you about too like the kind of weird cultural differences and things that you fight about and whatever but we say we do the exact same with language mm-hmm. like because there's so many different words between british english mm-hmm. and American English I'm like what the hell are you talking about and he's like what the hell are you talking about and it just kind of gets into a big thing so do you guys is that the same sort of thing Then oh absolutely
3: there was this um, actually like a week ago we were arguing about the meaning of a saying so I was raised with a lot of sayings I have a saying for everything Mm -hmm. just because like I don't know if it's because I'm Colombian or because I'm from a region of Colombia called Medellin gene or if it's because the way my mom raised me but we have a lot of sayings everything we do has a corresponding saying to it mm-hmm. so um we were we had this one there was this one saying and he kept taking it as an offense <laughs> and can i say it yeah, say okay it. fine i'm gonna <laughs> say it and if you guys don't like it you can. so mm-hmm. the saying was And translated is that there aren't any poor, there aren't any ugly women, just poor husbands.
1: (laughs) Oh, I like
3: that one. (laughs) And it's, and it's supposed to come from a context of, if you're ugly and your husband has money, you just get plastic surgery, right?
0: (laughs) Sure. Right?
3: And Marco understood it from a completely different perspective.
2: Where it's just like, oh, you don't have money and it, it just means two different things. Like for her, it, it refers strictly to the woman, but for me, it referred yeah. back to, it, to to me as like you're broke.
3: And so oh. I was having this conversation with like my god sisters in Boston. And they were making jokes about how ugly I was. And I was like, well, you know what they say. There ain't no ugly woman, only poor husbands. And he was so insulted by that. Yeah.
2: But, but that's always been my understanding of it. So anytime it would be, it would be brought up in that context. That's just the way I understood it.
3: He just thought I was calling him poor. I'm like, do you really
1: think I'm that shallow the entire time? So I took it in a a completely different way too, which is why I like it. There are no ugly women. There are only poor husbands, meaning... Your husband is a bad husband because he doesn't tell you how beautiful you are. But every every woman should feel beautiful because her husband should tell her that she's beautiful. So I took a completely different meaning again. That's why I was like, Oh it's so (laughs) nice.
0: Quality, okay. No we're a little
1: more superficial than that. But yeah, that's that's so
3: sweet. So do you guys speak in Spanish to each other usually? Then? No, we speak Spanglish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a mixture of both things. Yeah. And we start speaking English, sometimes we'll say something in Spanish, we'll go back to English. It's Our cat is very confused.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that the same with your families as well? Yes. Spanish, Spanish with them? Well, it depends. Mm-hmm.
2: Depend on who we're acting interacting with. Like my, with my parents, mm-hmm. yeah, that's totally fine. But with my mm-hmm. grandparents, you know, strict Spanish. With your parents, strict Spanish.
3: Uh, well, the only time I speak to my mom in English is when we're having a fight mm-hmm. and I want an upper hand.
2: <laughs> I God. want an advantage
3: <laughs> over her. <laughs> And I'll be able to speak my mind and know that she's not going to come back after me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's amazing. I mean, I, I
1: love listening and hearing about kind of bilingual families and stuff and how you speak to each other. It's just super cool.
3: Michael has this one story that's actually my favorite story. Which one? Um, tell them about how you're, you didn't know your aunt.
2: Oh, so actually, um, my I, I have two aunts. Um mm-hmm. One, when I was young, would strictly speak English to me, and one would strictly mm-hmm. speak Spanish to me. So for okay. through the age of five, I didn't know that one aunt, the one that spoke Spanish, could actually speak English.
3: She's an English oh. teacher. And right.
2: the, I, the irony was that oh she's an God. English teacher. So one day, um I, I'm, I'm walking around the house. She comes in, and she offhand says something in English to my dad. And I, I'm there, and I'm looking, I'm staring, I'm just like, you speak
0: English. <laughs> it
2: was just shock, shock, and from yeah. you know, that point on, is like I still sort of only talk to. Her. Actually, that's not true. So it, we
3: speak Spanglish.
2: Yeah, we still speak Spanglish, yeah. but yeah. like, but since then, my other aunt, the one that would only speak English, tries to speak more Spanish now. Um, yeah, okay. And obviously, the English teacher she speaks a little more English. So
3: it's interesting because also something he failed to mention. I'm telling your story on your behalf. Ben, Why? Would I, is I mean? that? His brother doesn't oh. speak Spanish. Oh. But he understands no? it. His younger brother, yeah. He doesn't speak it, but he understands it fluently.
0: Yeah. Sure.
3: He just, I guess, didn't practice enough. He, didn't but he practice doesn't it. feel confident. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. feel
2: confident in it. He didn't practice it enough. It wasn't something that we pushed. And also, it's like, I blame it on myself too, because I, mm-hmm. I would only interact with him in English, because it was just easier, yeah. you know? Um,. And when he needs to now, it's a little tough. Because, like, talking to my grandparents, there's... You can't get the full range of, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. vocabulary. So, it's hard to translate a lot of ideas sometimes. So, that's a little frustrating for him, but...
1: That's... Yeah, that's a shame. How old is he? 21. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. that's a real shame. Do you... Now, this is going to get a bit political- Go for it.
2: No, do so,
3: it. Sorry, oh, we love it.
1: Do you do you feel like now in the current climate that you get kind of you get abused for speaking Spanish or it's better
3: to speak in English? Well I have a very strong opinion on that. And it's that honestly, I've never been if anything in this current political climate i feel more proud to be bilingual Mm -hmm. than i than i've ever felt in my life solely because i feel that look i wasn't born here and the moment i touched jfk um i was like i'm never leaving i love this place um i mean i came from my parents story is that when they were in Colombia, my mom would be my mom my mom would tell me, like, look, we were so poor, I had water in my fridge. Like sometimes I can't imagine it because I'm like, all right, my mom's like totally hyping up these stories. They can't possibly be that bad. And then when you go visit, some you're like, shit. Like, I don't know what my life would have been growing up here. And then you see this man who basically came out and said all oh, Mexicans were rapists, and you're just like that's not true. They are literally some of the most hardworking people. And if that's the sentiment on immigrants, then what are like what do people think about my parents? And mm-hmm. I'm not technically a first generation American, but mm-hmm. I've never felt more proud to call this country home. Yeah. So like I and, took that very yeah, offensively. And- yeah.
2: And I I feel the opposite of that in the sense. Well, I have more pride in my being Ecuadorian Puerto Rican than actually being a US citizen, but I think that's painted by the way that I grew up when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like I I would get teased for it. I was in ESL when I was um when I was in elementary school because I would only be spoken to or spoken to more in Spanish. So mm-hmm. Growing that's up, a, um, Sorry,
0: that's English as a second language. Yeah, English as
2: right. a second language. Right. Um, so even though I was born here and I had been living here my entire life, I would still go to ESL because I still needed to learn more English. So mm-hmm. for me, there was a bit of bullying on that front. And so mm-hmm. there was also this return to want to uh, gather my – like focus on my roots, uh, mm-hmm. learn more about my respective culture – um and try to find that pride because for me it was a tool to one to be proud but also a tool to also fend off other people who would try to diminish yeah. my value in that um yeah so
3: i mean i just think that being able to speak spanish in a country where even though we embrace all cultures but we're being told that like you know People are being, like, minorities are being seen a different, like, a certain way. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, there is absolutely nothing wrong with me. Like, I have mm-hmm. dual yeah. nationalities, right? Yeah. God forbid something happens. Hey, I have a second country to go back to.
2: Right, I can fall back on something.
3: Um, so, for me, I'm proud. I'm extremely proud. And if I can teach someone Spanish or if I can speak Spanish in front of someone who's telling me speak English, I will yeah. gladly do it. Because it it's part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and I too have the same rights. Mm-hmm. And,
2: and more directly, um, currently, I haven't felt that, you know, we haven't been provided the opportunity outside of like larger messaging, but like more mm-hmm. directly. And maybe that's just because we, we live in New York. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's obviously more of a cultural hodgepodge, right? So yeah. I, I haven't felt that recently. It's only been something that in earlier my earlier childhood I had experienced, but as of right now, like everyone that I've interacted with at least has been understanding and/or a person of color themselves. Yeah. Well, so
3: we're, we live in New York, and it's different for us here. Right, exactly. So we're lucky enough to literally be in like this great melting pot where no one's actually from here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's that's really amazing to hear you talk that way because you know it is everything that's happening is so insane and such a shame. And you're like, why would you not be proud of where you're from? And like, it's it to me, I find it really funny that Americans as a whole that they'll be like, oh, I'm Irish, and you're like, oh, really? Okay. And it will be like eight generations ago, and you were like, yeah, that's when everybody came over. Yeah, like, what very, are you talking yeah. about? But then people that are first and second generation, they're like, ugh, people, these people. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand. It's so insane to me. It's crazy.
3: I mean, I think we live in a world where every, anything can happen. Honestly, it's it's like everything the polls say no to have been mm-hmm. a yes. Like, I honestly, I think it started with Brexit. Because no mm. one thought Brexit oh, yeah, was absolutely. gonna happen. People were like Brexit ha ha, ha and let, let alone Brexit happened and then people yeah. were like Trump ha, ha, ha and Trump happened yeah. and like even in other countries like referendums and different laws that you're mm-hmm. like ha and they yeah. happen and you're like, Is this real? What's going on? Yeah. I've never had my yeah.
0: favorite, my favorite theory about that is that the world did actually end in 2012, <laughs> and it's just now we're just floating in the ether, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this yeah. is
2: what we think is actually happening. This is just like yeah. the the this what is it the simulation? Just keep yeah. keeping going,
1: yeah. Or it's or it's like the dream of like one insanely twisted guy or something. Mm, yeah,
3: yeah. I, I, I like your theory. <laughs> yeah, totally makes it a little easier.
0: Okay, so let's. Lighten it up a little bit. Let's let's talk about like food. Ooh, are there different? Topic. Are there different sorts of uh, food between uh, where you guys are from that <laughs> that you either like or you hate? Yes.
2: You want to
3: start with? Uh, I, I can I can start with that one. Yeah.
2: Well, okay. I'll actually start just within Ecuador because because of the way that Ecuador uh, is broken out in, in in terms of regions. There's a jungle, there's a jungle region, there's a central mountain region, and there's a coastal region. So each one has, even within Ecuador, their own sort of delicacies and foods. Um, on the coast, which I know you love, uh, ceviche and ceviche is, uh, oh yeah, sure. Fish, um, that's marinated in lemon and the lemon itself cooks Mm. it. And then you just add a bunch of stuff on it. It's like, oh, so good. Um, we got some cousins, cousins from the Bronx. That I like, make it like all the times. So anytime we get invited right to the Bronx, we're like, "Yo, yo, yo! We're going for the ceviche. We're going for the ceviche." I'm it's like,
3: like "I'm out. Bye. I'm never uh, leave this place. Oh, you don't place. like
0: it? You don't like
2: ceviche? I
3: love ceviche. No, no, no. That well, I will eat every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like
2: that. And then from where I'm from, the central region, the mountainous region,
3: up in the mountains, up in the mountains is how I call it.
0: <laughs> we
2: have <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have a dish called guiz, and is guinea pig. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of it. And they go oh, squeak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My my aunt actually has uh, a a bunch in her backyard so like you can like play with them and stuff. And then obviously like, And then
3: you eat your food. And then you
2: eat, then you oh. eat whatever you played with, yeah. Oh,
3: that's yeah. sad.
2: <laughs> but it's very gamey, kind of like a rabbit flavor. Mm. Um okay. mm-hmm. but I don't like
0: but it. But I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I
2: huh.
3: don't like yeah. that.
0: Do you do you not like it because you play with it? No,
3: I'm
2: no sure not like it? just, You don't, <laughs> I don't like the taste. <laughs> I just don't like the taste. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. the, if, if they cook it in a different way, I'm pretty sure that I would probably enjoy it a little bit more. But it's always cooked the same way all the time.
3: How do, how do they uh, cook it?
2: Boiled? Over, over spit. But roasted? Roasted. Always always roasted. Oh. Well, I would think roasted would be a lot better than boiled. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I know Ecuadorians... know. I think I,
3: they boil them, but...
2: <laughs> Ecuadorians don't want to experiment.
3: No, no. Uh. Cool. I, uh, let's see, in Colombia, I, when I go to Colombia, I go for the junk food. Yeah, you do. Really, I'm all about the street food. Uh, which is weird because, like, I'm not a street food kind of girl. I'm like, Ew, you bought that on the street. But when I go there, I like loose. I'm like, you're a pizza truck? I buy. I'm like, you're a hot dog <laughs> truck? Tell me more. I mean, French fries, everything. But it's different because. So the pizza a lot of the pizza, my favorite pizza in Medellin is uh pineapple ham. Hawaiian. Hawaiian pizza. Hell yeah. And that uh, they actually put condensed milk on top of the pizza. And at oh. first I was like, This is odd. And then I'm like, yo, this is the best <laughs> thing ever. And um they have these um they mix um Mayonnaise and ketchup, which is called pink sauce in Puerto Rico. It's oh, yeah, called sure. Mayo ketchup. Mayo ketchup. And um mayo ketchup. W- yeah. Yeah, I think. I know. think
0: that's I think <laughs> Heinz is making mm-hmm. that now. Yes, yep. they yeah. are.
3: We haven't bought it, but we should. We should. I yeah. I live off of that. And yeah, we, um, we make it every time we have fries. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't even and their um their hot dogs actually are is just not just like a plain hot dog like ketchup. No, 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 no. This is a loaded dog. This has a... Frankfurter. this has potato chips this has cheese this mm-hmm. has pineapple this has what else the, this the, the, has the pink sauce thing. this right. has green sauce this thing is absolutely green beyond sauce yeah it's like um like a garlic sauce oh. like garlicky sauce mm-hmm. it is beyond amazing and it's then you have incredible.
0: uh-huh well i was gonna say now, so when you say junk food, you mean street food. Oh, like yeah. You're not talking right. like Marco and I have kind of talked about this before. It's not really like what we would think of junk food as, like candy or like uh, uh, chocolate necessarily. It's yeah. like it's like because s- for- hot dogs and mm. savory pizza. Mm.
3: Oh, I mean, sorry. Beer. Oh, see, to me that ha- we have different definitions of right, junk exactly. food. Yeah. Uh, oh, when okay. I when I mean junk food, I mean like things for, yeah basically it's equivalent to street food but their junk mm-hmm. food is also really good let me tell you they have some like pork chips that come with their own honey and Ooh. oh my god and their lemon chips and i can't i mean i just go for like also one of my favorite things to eat there is fried chicken with honey mm. it's cool. frisbee yep so good Whoa. yeah so oh, making me hungry now i yeah i'm very passionate about the food there <laughs> sure do you do
1: you guys ever cook kind of your own national dishes for each other?
2: No. actually no <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yesterday I made chicken broccoli yeah
2: we, we get enough of it, so we we yeah. like, like i like italian food um, pasta like a lot of pasta salmon
0: salmon yeah, yeah. yeah. we, we'll we
2: cook eat very different
3: things. from our parents yes Oh right.
0: yeah, your parents cook a lot like that, don't they um my mom less
2: so and she's more americanized um mm.
3: But my dad makes soups. My and, dad
2: makes soups and like different stews. He'll he'll make the ceviche. He'll try to make ceviche. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And your parents definitely eat Colombian food.
3: Oh, my parents lived off of rice and beans for a very long time. Until <laughs> recently, uh, my parents actually decided to pursue a healthier lifestyle. Mm. So I actually, I, I don't believe till I see it. But uh, they said they would cut rice from their diet. Oh. I grew up in a household where rice and soup... Were like mandatory. Yes, yeah. they like are. my dad was like, "Hey, where's my rice?" Mm-hmm. Like you well, didn't. It's like that, main thing. Uh,
0: we have a friend who's uh, Thai, mm. and her grandmother, when she when she comes to England to visit, she always asks, well, "Where's the rice?" Yep.
1: Yeah, with every meal, you know, like <laughs> chips and whatever we have, I don't know, sausage and gravy. She's like, "But where is the rice?" Yeah.
2: It's, it's I'm a very thing. much like that. Yeah, yeah I, I'm very much like that. Like, he, I, I want rice on the side. He
3: makes rice. I don't. Yeah. I don't eat rice. I just, mm. like, I think it's an, uh, an unnecessary part of my diet. But my mom rice, beans, soup, and meat. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. consistent. Like, my mom, having a house without meat is so offensive to my mom. Mm. Because it's just like, hey, I'm out of meat. I'm going to go buy some. Like, oh, okay, sure.
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter I just I gotta have the meat I like, gotta
3: have meat Arby's yeah so uh, it's it's really interesting uh, sometimes she'll make salads but really it's just a lot of like Spanish things mm-hmm. yeah like with Spanish sazon and we use I use a lot of goya I'm not gonna lie I'm a big fan of goya products yeah, that's good stuff that's right. <laughs> typical oh, cliche sure. <laughs> but uh yeah that's that's sort of like our food mm-hmm I'll Any, eat anything, anything else? sort of, sometimes.
1: Um, ooh, okay. One thing you find weird about each other's cultures and countries.
0: Like, guinea pigs got to be top of the list. Definitely. Is
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Nah, That's... your accent.
3: My accent? Yeah,
2: I can't understand it. Oh,
3: my God. Oh, uh-oh. That... starting a fight. Oh, yeah. no, it's Let's okay. <laughs> I honestly, sometimes it it throws us off. Yeah. Mm. It like... does. Because your,
0: your Spanish accent. Yeah. Because
3: mm. people are like, mm. and it's really weird because when I'm in Colombia, they're like, you're not from here. Where are you from? Mm. And I'm like, but I am. And when mm. I'm here, they're like, oh, my God, you're Colombian. And I'm right. like, mm. it's mm. really confusing because you have Yeah. here. I'm very identifiable as a mm. Colombian. And when I'm there, they're like, you sound something's really off. strange. Yeah, something's off. Like your accent's not just right. Mm-hmm. And wow. they can tell. First of all, I mean, in Medellin, uh, people who live there are in jeans and sneakers and tourists because the the, the weather is just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And for example, here on the East Coast, we freeze the majority of the year. We let loose. We're like shorts and flip flops and tank tops and they're like uh you're not from here so that's (laughs) that's one of the first tells but as a colombian myself they're just like you're not there's something off about you yeah we're a little more like outspoken like who cares i'm not saying that they're not it's just we act slightly different and they're very observant they catch there's, all the There's probably quirks. a little
1: a little bit of New York attitude kind of mm-hmm. sprinkled in there as well. And they're like,
3: Ooh. Oh, for oh sure. I mean they're so <laughs> lovely there. They just wanna yeah. tell you their lives. And I, I sometimes I'm on the train and someone starts talking to me and I'm like, Why are you talking mm-hmm. to me? That's what you do. Oh yeah, that's That's living
1: in a city. Like once you get out of that and you've been in big cities, so you know, we've been New York, we've been London, we've been <gasps> Paris and it's just like, and then people talk to you outside, and that, and you're like, "What are you, what are you doing? Why yep. are you talking?" Like, we got off the plane in London, and we got on the coach from the airport to the city, and this guy started talking about like, "Oh, do you know what train I can get?" And I was like, "There are apps for that."
3: <laughs> why? Wow. Why? You,
1: why you, and it was also like eight o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "Why are you doing this right now?" <laughs> like,
3: it's know.
0: called Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: love that. I I have to tell you that I've traveled to a lot of places, but there's no place like home. This is home. I love New York. Mm. Characters.
2: Characters. But what about there. you, Marco? About what?
3: What do you find weird about me?
2: I told you your accent. He that's just said, it? "Yeah, it's what's yours." I'm
3: so weird, and that's the only thing that weirds you out. <laughs> well,
2: I think like we we have.
3: I'm a weird individual.
2: Well, we have a lot of synergies. Like, there's, there's not, there's not anything like particularly weird, unless it's like.
3: You don't think it's weird that I literally have a saying for everything?
2: No, it's just Colombians. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Colombians. That, that's why it's not weird to me. It's like, oh, I expect yeah. that of
1: Colombian people. Uh, okay, I... Mariana, what
3: about what about you, a mocker then? find weird i mean
2: where do you start
3: oh, <laughs> so many things for one i find it hilarious i mean that marco can go from like being with like his ecuadorian family to being with this puerto rican family and it's like flipping a switch yeah, yeah. all of oh, a sudden really? he like has a different accent he like laughs differently <laughs> he moves differently oh my god and i'm um, like are you the same person <laughs> like it's just like a completely different thing mm-hmm. and i mean so that's one right yeah. another thing that i find so odd about this individual that i <laughs> live with is that <laughs> he is just so go for it like do it animated like his oh. all his family is like different types of animated Mm-hmm. So, I find that so weird.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I I grew up with...
3: They're all on different <clears throat> levels.
2: With mm-hmm. You always have something to do today. There's always mm-hmm. something to do today, right? Yeah. There's never time for uh, sitting down and watching a movie or watching TV. You have to make time for that because you're mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. in an activity. You're always doing some kind of thing. So, I grew up where... The weekends weekends meant I either had, had to help my dad work around the house. It meant mm-hmm. we had some kind of birthday, we had some kind of party, some some event was going on. Uh, we had to go here, there. We had to do um, different kind of chores. Like mm-hmm. there was something to do. If you weren't doing something, it meant that we had to give you something to do. So that that's right. what I grew up with, and, and that has something that has carried through to me. Where even now I need to be doing something, or else I just feel like
0: antsy and I can't.
3: I can no and I like naps. Oh, I cannot <laughs> do naps. I cannot do naps.
0: I, I I think I'm fairly similar but in a lot more lazy way. <laughs> my family my family as I was growing up was you know, we would go out and work on my grandparents' rental properties and we would work in the yard and we had like big, you know, gardens and stuff and you know, if it if we if it's the weekend and we weren't out doing something we were doing one of those things mm. and then i would go home to my mom's and it was sort of just like okay there are three of you sit down shut up watch tv just <laughs> and and so now i'm like i don't i do like sitting down to watch tv but i'm mm. good for maybe 2 hours yeah at the end of the night
1: you're not very good at sitting down To do something for a long time. No matter what it is, like, you have to get up and do something else. You don't like doing one thing for too long.
0: Yeah.
2: I similarly, well, my mom had two kids, right? So me and my brother. But to them, that just meant extra hands. Labor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's what that meant to them. (laughs) Once I could walk, I could
3: carry something. Uh Yeah. I was an only child. I was expected to just be cute. (sighs) uh no. a year ago that, which that ex- helps yeah that explains a lot about me actually <laughs> oh it does yeah very much much so. does yeah. <laughs> I I'm
1: just looking at the how much time we've been chatting
0: it's been so long but guys it's been so wonderful and I hate to have to end it this way oh then don't but I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs>
3: Boo. um
0: so we're not gonna do we're not gonna spin the wheel. Uh, because we, we had our guests. So we will try and do history next week. Mm-hmm,
1: because that was our wheel spin last week.
0: Yeah. So we will find uh, an American history thing and an English history thing of some kind. It's
1: gonna be unproblematic. There's gonna be no issues whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sure our history is great.
0: Everyone <laughs> will have been great to each other and
1: Anyway. <laughs> You guys want to plug some stuff where we can find you on social medias, anything
3: you're working on, blah, blah, blah. I can start. Um, Marco has a lot more to plug in. I'm more of a, I plug out. (laughs) (laughs) Does that sound weird? No, it makes sense. (laughs) Plug it in, Marco. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: You can find me at Mr. Marco Animoto on Instagram and Twitter. Uh,
3: I love the Comic Pals. As
2: Kel mentioned, I do also co-host on the Comics Pals, so definitely go check that out. Um, We do a lot of stuff in the space, um, and I'm sure you guys talk about it. Jess is obviously very, very much involved in that. So uh, outside of that, I do also have a short two-page comic that will be dropping uh, later in October. And then I have another one that I had written and uh, done for Miranda for anniversary. So, that'll be dropping on our anniversary
3: uh, in
2: mid-October. So, I'll be posting that later. So, if you want to go check that out, please do.
3: Make sure to check them out at Comic-Con.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're going to Comic-Con. Oh, you're welcome. The The Comics Pals will be at Comic-Con. I will not. That's right.
1: Oh, because you live in the wrong country.
0: (laughs) Just as God intended. (laughs) Uh. Do you want to tell them where they can find you?
1: Uh, I am on Twitter, pretty much only, at Jen91, J-I-A-N-91. I'm also on Instagram, but haven't used it in like two years, so go knock yourselves out if you want, but (laughs) I'm not gonna.
0: (laughs) As for me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TotoInto, that's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. You can find me and my work uh, as well as the comics piles at kaleward.com. That's C-A-L-E-W-A-R-D.com. Uh, this week we had a really cool interview with, um, Victor Dandridge. Yeah. He's a creator for, um, uh, what is it? Vantage. Vantage in-house. In- in-house. Vantage in-house. Um, he's made a, a couple of comics that he's building into a bigger superhero universe that is, uh, uh, it, it, it was born out of very, uh, out of a very personal story, um, that we were very surprised that he, uh, shared with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it's, yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, so if you want to hear that, you should definitely, uh, go check that out on this week's episode. Um, for the New York Comic Con coverage, uh, the comics pals generally go and interview just any creator they can get their hands on. Yep. Um, so I, I'm
2: respectful. definitely going to get um, <laughs> the writer for La Kenya*, Edgardo Miranda. I messed that up, but uh, I'm going to be talking to him definitely because obviously Puerto Rican stuff. Uh, I'm Puerto Rican, so
0: yeah, he was he was Ooh. a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Marco and I met him. Oh, at, that's right. Was it the Center for Puerto Rican yes. Studies? Yeah, 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 yeah. When La Kenya* uh,
3: oh.
0: was first so now, coming out, yeah, the first yeah, coming out, yeah, 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 years yeah. ago um so that was cool i think i still get emails from them actually (laughs) um as for the show you can find us uh on twitter at gone global pod that's uh gone global pod i don't know why i said it like that (laughs) uh you can email the show at gone global pod at gmail.com please send us your uh wheel suggestions and tell us whatever
1: tell us if you want to be on the show Just like Marco and Mariana.
0: You can't be, but you can tell us (laughs) if you want to.
1: Only the special people get to come. Oh, I'm special.
0: We'll have to send
2: in an email.
1: Oh, yeah. For sure. You guys didn't even have to book. We wanted you. Oh, look at that.
2: Look at that.
1: (laughs) Mariana, do you
3: have any before we finish? No, I'm good. All right.
0: (laughs) Well, as always, don't forget... The lady loves milk tray.
3: All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Three, two, one. (laughs) That's how it
1: started. You should keep that one. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we will. (laughs) Oh, wait. When you laugh, don't laugh instantly. Laugh away from it. (laughs) Did you know, I saw this on Twitter the other day. (laughs) NPR apparently has a cough button. Get out. That you can mute when somebody, you know, has a weird bodily function. Oh. It's so cool.
3: It's is laughing a weird studio. bodily function?
0: It's not.